0: What is up, my sinners? Welcome to another episode of Lead Singer Syndrome. As always, I'm your host, Shane Told. It is so good to have you with me as I take a journey into the lives of other lead singers. It is Monday morning. It has been one month since I made my New Year's resolution, which was... To get my fat ass in a little bit better shape. And I am pleased to report. As I stepped on the scale. This fine Sunday morning. I am now down exactly 10 pounds. Look at that shit, right? So in four weeks. I've lost 10 pounds. Two and a half pounds a week. Which I think is pretty good. It's, It's definitely good. I think it's healthy. And basically I've just been... You know, switching up my diet, um, eating a lot of salad, uh, some homemade soups, um, you know, good amount of protein. So I want to thank all you guys, all you regular listeners, because giving you guys the weekly report, you know, it does make me think about it. I don't want to be, oh, hey, yeah, well, remember that two pounds I lost last week. Yeah, now I gained two more and I am a fucking fat piece of shit. So no, no, no. I want to thank you guys all for that. And everybody who's emailed me your new year's resolutions, which is really cool. I love hearing about that. And everybody that's emailed me to support mine. I do appreciate that. Hey, this week, great episode. It's a shorter episode. Keep that in mind. The running time a little shorter, but this one is action packed. I talked to a punk rock legend, Mr. Jack Grisham of TSOL, also of the Joy Killer, which is a fantastic band. And his story is pretty cool. I mean, TSOL, they are punk rock legends. They are one of the first bands to really mix horror and punk together. You know, they did it before the Misfits did it. And the coolest thing is, is they're back. They got a new record coming out on Rise Records. Actually, no, it's out. It just came out on Friday, so it is out now. Check it out. It's a terrific record, and it was awesome for Jack to spend a few minutes with me. Last week was a pretty special episode with Vic from Pierce the Veil. Thank you to everybody who checked it out. If you haven't, go back, check it out. We got like 60 other episodes you can go back and check out please do that. Now, a lot of people always ask, Shane, how can I help at the show? What can I do? Help you keep the lights on. I know you have expenses. I know you have other things going on. What can I do? Now, there are a couple of different ways. The first way is real simple. We have the Amazon affiliate link. If you buy anything on Amazon, go to leadsingersyndrome.com slash Amazon. It takes you right to the Amazon homepage. Login is normal. And anything you buy on Amazon, we get 4 to 6% and it costs you nothing. So it's a very simple way that costs you nothing. Again, that link is com slash Amazon. But if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the show so much that you need more than just one episode a week, if you need a couple episodes, if you need interaction with other fans of the show if you want a QA with me every month if you want to ask me questions on a facebook group if you want lead singer syndrome merchandise there's only one way to get all that stuff and that is the lead singer syndrome all access club we launched it about a month ago we got about 150 members it's a really really great group our facebook group is popping off sup Brandon. sup brit sup julia sup Man, there's so many people. What's up, Mo? There's so many people to say what's up to. Maybe at the end, I'll uh, give you all a little shout out. But we have a great time over there. So please, if you're a big fan of the show, if you want to help us out for as little as $6 a month, you can get all those things I talked about. And we have merchandise. Merchandise exists. Lead Singer Syndrome merchandise. And it's cheap. But right now, if you want to get it, you got to be a member of the All Access Club. So check it out again. Here's a link leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. And seriously, it would mean so much to me if you even just went and checked out that link. So please check it out if it's right for you. I'd love to see you on there, leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. If you want to get in touch with me, we got all these different ways to do it. I love hearing from you. We're on Twitter at LeadSingerSyn, S Y N, Instagram at Singer Syndrome. Uh, if you want to email me, it is LeadSingersyndrome at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, there's a Facebook um, page for that. We got all that stuff going on. Also, if you hate my guts, if you hate the show, or if you think I've done a horrible job interviewing your favorite lead singer, there's an option for you too. You can call the Lead Singer Syndrome Hate Line. And the number is 657 666 That's with a plus one if for you non-Yankees. Again, one, plus one, 657 666 You can leave a message for me. I will have a listen to it. And I may, in the future, play it one day on an episode of this show. So feel free to give me a call as well if you're not so happy. Anyways, that's the end of my intro. Please sit back. Buckle your seat belts, unlike Jack. And enjoy a great episode with a punk rock legend, Mr. Jack Grisham of TSOL. It's Jack. Hey, Jack. How you doing, man? I'm
1: doing good, man. My phone went all anarchy. (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) Like, it does some weird thing, man, where it just, like, all of a sudden it gets, like, zoomed in. Oh, really? And I can't get it to zoom out.
0: That's weird, And then I
1: can't turn it off because it's so zoomed in that I can't push the thing to turn it off. Damn,
0: dude. Your phone's more punk than you.
1: Yeah, it's something. I don't know what's the matter with it. There's some <laughs> problem, uh, it's which is funny. ridiculous. I'm
0: a minute late because, well, I was drunk and I smashed my iPhone screen the other day.
1: Uh, oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah. yeah you know, n- I've never done that before. It was my first uh, iPhone screen smash, so it was lovely. So I was taking it. Yeah, was it
1: in your pocket or you dropped it or I, you threw it?
0: I dropped it. Well, I was trying to put it in my pocket, but I'd had a few beverages and it kind of slid down my leg. And, and I'm in Toronto. It's freezing cold. Uh, and it right. kinda of slid down my leg, and I tried to save it with my boot, you know, at the last minute to to break the fall. But no no, right. no face down, boom, smashed on the sidewalk, like you know, the cold phone on the cold pavement, it's not a good combination. And I knew it would I knew it was done. Nice. So I tried nice. to get a my and I couldn't, so that's why I was a few minutes late calling you actually.
1: One of my worst drunks was in Toronto. <laughs> drinking some fucking drinking some drink. I didn't. I mean, I don't drink anymore. But when I used to, it was some weird. It was sweet tarts. That's what I kept calling them. Okay. Because I didn't know. I just kept telling the boy, "Hey, man you want to know the sweet tarts?" Because <laughs> it looked like a sweet tart. There was an orange one and a blue one. At least I think there was an orange one and a blue one. And, I mean, next thing I know, I'm down in the bathroom with this club with a clock. I pulled some clock off the wall, and the club owner's going, "You got to give that clock back." And I'm like, standing <laughs> at the toilet, holding it. I, I don't know what's happening wasn't a good situation, but no, anyway, that's, whatever.
0: That's funny, yeah. So this must have been, I know you've been sober since, like, what, like 1989, I think I read? Forever, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so you still remember these crazy drunken stories from the 80s? Yeah,
1: I still deal with it. You know, I got a ton of friends that are still fucked up. So it's like, you know, just because I'm clean doesn't mean everyone else has
0: to be, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that's crazy, Yeah, man. and then we
1: hooked up with some crazy God of Light guy there. Some trippy i r I'm in Toronto for like three or four days and I'm hanging out and I'm at this party and this guy goes, I'm the god of light I'm like, Yeah I'm bitching, dude. I'm like, whatever, right? <laughs> some some crazy hippie he goes, let me light up your show. Let me do the show, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, come run the lights. I'm thinking he's gonna come, come get on the light board, you know, I'm something. And I'm not shitting you, Shane. I walk in, and there was a fucking bank of lights all over that club. Like you too, it was fucking crazy. The guy had a big semi parked outside. <laughs> he's fucking had oh, so he curls. really was
0: the guy of lights. He wasn't he just was he wasn't dude. just fucked yeah. up. And he came. I've never did lights. seen.
1: <laughs> so many lights, the club couldn't even handle them all He goes, I got generators I got <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man Some crazy hippie
0: That's insane, you should have brought him on tour, man You should have brought him on tour Anyway, alright,
1: sorry, you're supposed to be asking me questions
0: <laughs> Oh man, uh, I don't know where to start I mean, you got you you have had What a career I, The craziest thing that I didn't know about you is what you're doing now Which I found really interesting Which is your hypn- hypnotherapist, right?
1: Well yeah, I do it, but I just do it because I was just interested in it. Like when I got clean, yeah, like it was real weird. Like I didn't know if I could go and play shows because I'm because I didn't know how to what you know, I'm normally I was fucked up. So it's like you take the liquor out of me and all of a sudden I'm a total geek. Like I just (laughs) I didn't know how to act, man. And it felt like it literally I don't know if you've ever been a shoplifter, but when you're an ex shoplifter, when you walk out of a store your ass gets tight because you think people think you're stealing shit. You know what I mean? It's feel right. like stiff going out, right? So, so I mean, that's how it felt like with no cocktails in me. Like it just felt like I was so stiff. Like, like, and I didn't know what to do, and I was fucking a geek. And so I went to this hypnotherapist to try to like help me release whatever mental blocks I had over getting on stage. Sure, you know, sober. And it was actually kind of bitching. And I later on, now I know what he did, but uh, he placed like an anchor. It's called an anchor on me. And so whenever I walk on stage, I mean, it could be five people, could be, you know, 50,000 people. My mind always goes to this one favorite show I had. So I remember this show and I remember how loose I was and how I felt. Like that's where my mind goes. So that's how I got into hypnotherapy like that. That's super cool. cool. That's, that's, yeah. And it's real trippy.
0: It's, it is real trippy. So yeah. So you became interested in it through what he did and then you decided, Hey, this could be maybe a more viable career than punk rock until, into yeah, your
1: late I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait
0: a Here's the thing though. You go, okay. So
1: let's say you want to go get some hypnotherapy, right? And so you see my name and you Google me and then you go, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not letting that guy put me under.
2: <laughs> this
1: is just, I don't want him in my mind, right? <laughs> but, you know, the cool thing is I've been able to use it for writing because I, you know, I'm an author so I've read like five books. So yeah. it's like, I, you know, I, so I, I use it for writing. I use it for lyrics. I use it for, you know, I mean, you can use it when you're talking to people. It's, it's really, because I'm a neuro-linguistic programmer, too, if you know what that is. No, so I don't
0: know what that is. What is that?
1: Yeah, it's real. It's some space age. These are not the drones you're looking for shit. It's real trippy. It's it's how the mind works. It's it's hard to explain. It's like the mind really works like a computer. So it's like learning how to work the computer in other people's minds. Yeah, that sounds. It's, it's real trippy. Yeah, that's... but it, it's the way the eyes move, and you know, have you ever seen? Okay, you ever see Blade Runner? Oh yeah, many many years ago. Oh, yeah, what a movie. Oh, okay, fucking great movie. Yeah, and he's when he's trying to figure out if the if the 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 thing is a robot, a replicant, or not. At the start, he's fo- right. he's looking at the eyes and how the eyes move and react.
0: Yeah. Well, that's
1: really true. Like I can study you, and I can ask you questions. And I can find out if you're telling me the truth or not by the way that your eyes move when you answer the questions. So it's real CIA trippy shit. And it really works. Even if the person's blind, their eyes still move the same way. The muscles move. So it's like a computer accessing information.
2: Wow. So,
1: so if I asked you the right series of questions that I knew were either true or false, and I, I could set up the pattern through that, then I could ask you questions that I don't know and I could tell mm-hmm. if you're lying to me or not. If you're constructing a story versus remembering a story.
0: Wow. Yeah, it's trippy. It is trippy. It is trippy. So you've been doing this for, like, is this something you're doing now? Like, is kind of your, you well, know, in office? Well, I do it. I always
1: do it. Yeah. Every time I talk to somebody.
0: Oh, no, I'm I just mean like them. like as a career, you know, in terms of your day-to-day nah. day life. No, no, no. I just play,
1: you know, I write, I make money from writing and I'm a photographer too. So I shoot basically anything that's not a real job. That's what I
0: do. (laughs) Well, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I just look at your, you know, shit, like, you know, your Wikipedia page kind of thing. It's like, he did this, he did this, he did this. Like so many projects all the time for, you know, and TSL is still ongoing as well. Right. I mean,
1: still going. We just, we got a new record that comes out the 27th of January. Yeah. Geez. And uh, it's so it's true. like, it's constantly, you know, like constantly, I mean, cause you, I'm sure you do the same thing. You know, it's like, if I don't want to say artist cause I'd kick my ass for hearing myself call myself an artist, but you know, it's like when you, when you, there's something to us that if we're not working, if we're not playing, if we're not, you know, creating something that we get real uncomfortable and sick, right. Real. Real backed up. What do you guys? Is that your car going off? What's
2: happening?
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was. I actually. Well, I'll tell you a quick story. Well, this off the record, but yeah, my phone got all fucked up. I was like, okay, guys, like bring it in at two. So I'm like, all right, bring it in at two. I'm like, I got to talk to Jack at three. I'm like, it won't take an hour to like drop my phone off, right, and get a loaner phone, right? But it did. So now I'm like sitting in my my car doing this interview, and and my oh. car just said low battery. So I'm like, well, I better turn it on before my battery fucking dies and I have even more problems. Yes. <laughs> so sorry. No, sorry for the distraction, man. Um, no, no, no.
1: No big deal. No. So what I'm saying. No, is, I understand the, so the artist doing thing. Something. I know what you mean. Right. So you go crazy. And it's it's funny because you look at the crazies like in an insane asylum or whatever, and they always get the crazies. They got to get them doing something, man. They got to be making baskets or sewing quilts or some <laughs> shit. You know, you got to keep the crazies entertained, man. That's it's like that's the deal with me. It's like I gotta work. I, yeah. I, I could I could do a couple records a year easy. That's you crazy. Know? It's man. Like,
0: yeah, that's that's crazy. And I know I know a lot of people I've talked to on the show that have become sober, they say like the difference between being fucked up and being sober is time. You have you know, you you you're not wasting your evenings being drunk and wasting your mornings being hung over. And and yeah, it's, you know, but but the other thing too is like you get older and, and I'm sure when you were you know in the the early 80s like playing punk rock and being crazy i mean you must have thought like i can't do this forever right i mean or did you oh, think this that? was
1: not the plan I never even thought i'd live this long are you fucking
0: sure that's, well that's what i mean you know <laughs> i'm like
1: tripping i yesterday i was at this place and they gave me a senior discount <laughs> 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 i'm standing there i got blue hair right and i'm standing there I mean, I was wearing a nice suit and the lady goes, well, you can get the senior discount. I go,
0: oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you have no shame. It's perfect.
1: Well, it's funny. We just kind of, but but it's like, I never thought I'd live this long. I never thought anyone would even give a shit. First of all, I didn't think I would live this long. We could end it right there. But then it's like, did I even think anyone even care about that kind of music? It's like, you know, it's, it's so crazy.
0: You it know, is, uh, it is crazy. It is crazy, and I, I really want to talk about that and how you know you grew up and you became a, you in this this punk rock band. Just like m- my first impression of TSOL, I, I, I mean I'm I'm only thirty five, so I think right. I heard about you guys. You know, kind of I got into the you know the 1994 Green Day Offspring explosion was sure. when I first heard about punk rock and I was thirteen years old, and very quickly right. I heard about TSOL just from my favorite bands talking about you guys, you know? And I went back and, you know, listened to dance with me and that record and what struck me right away. The first thing I thought was, Whoa, like this guy's fucking crazy. Like this is punk rock. Like this guy's insane. You know, I mean, that, that was like, that was the most extreme, you know, code blue to reference a song. Like that was the most extreme punk rock, you know, song I'd ever heard. Well, I think
1: the trouble with that band is it really was like a punk rock band whatever that means, if punk rock means that you're going to cut your own throat before someone else gets a chance to, then that's what that band was. It's like, there was no, it was a different record label. Every record, nobody's, yep. nobody's doing what anyone's saying. You know, I'm fucking egoed out crazy. Just, you know, nobody's telling me no. Sure. <laughs> it's just, it's like fucking uh, George Lucas with Jar Jar Binks. Somebody should have said, Hey, stop it, man. <laughs> <laughs> get that, get that fucking lizard the fuck out of that show. You know what I mean? Whatever, but nobody did. And at the time, nobody's telling me anything either. They're not telling me no. They're not. You know, and I'm doing whatever I want. And fucking, you know, it's like basically, I'm a kid who's got the world at his fingertips. Meaning, you know, it was like a bad clockwork orange man. It's like you want you want chicks, you wanna fucking steal cars, you wanna steal motorcycles, you got money, you wanna surf, you don't fucking care, you don't you don't vote, you don't work, you don't it's like it's like and especially punk rock, it was that total that total excess. And it wasn't like this bullshit later on metal excess. It was like excess, like dangerous excess. Right. You right, know, well, so it was just so that band, the, the life expectancy of that band was nothing, really. And it would, it'd still be gone if we hadn't cleaned up. You know, if everyone, yeah. cause like in the 90s, I was playing in this band called the Joy Killer.
0: Yeah, I remember. And we were on Epitaph
1: well. at the time, traveling all over the place. And, uh, you know, so this band would never have, the T.S. Well thing would have never got back together if everyone didn't get sober. Cause it was, it was frightening. and it was really like
0: go ahead no 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 you go ahead you had
1: well no and i'm just saying there was no like it didn't matter i had a guy tell me one time he said you're ruining your career that's what he said to me right and i go bitch i go i'll come up there with a chainsaw and ruin my whole fucking life you know just like (laughs) you think jesus yes (laughs) because it just didn't it didn't matter you know, it's like, and, and the more fucked I was, the more juice I got. It's like in that kind of situation, like, like I told people, it didn't matter what I did. I could be wearing a dress, blowing 15 sailors in the city park. <laughs> Fucking people would go jacks out of his mind. Fucking A, <laughs> hardcore. Right. You know, right. it's like, it wouldn't matter what I did. Like it didn't matter. And the, the more fucked I was, the better it was. That's what they wanted to see. Yeah. I remember some guys were staring at me in the in a restaurant one time and they're looking at me. Right. So I, I walk over, I got my kid with me, you know, and I walk over, I go, Hey bitch, like, what are you fucking looking at, man? Like, you got a problem with me? Like I'm in a restaurant. Right? Right. and the guy goes no he goes he goes no i'm a fan he goes, like, <laughs> he goes we were stoked to see you here the right? best is he, the best like, is he oh, probably hey. to this
0: day tells this story and loves it loves it, it. And he the loves crazy it. jack he comes and over and <laughs> threatens incredible
1: us. threatens it and then i bought him around a round of drinks ah let me get you guys some drinks man. Well, you, you know so i get him some cocktails but but it's like so so that guy exactly like you said that guy goes and tells people hey that guy's the real deal,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Fuck me, stop fucking around. But to I me, mean, <laughs> but then you're getting compared to like like Gigi Allen. I mean, like, well, see, and I don't. For me, like, I wasn't a fan of that. Well, like, but, I don't that like, was different, I didn't, though. Like, no, right, right, right. But I'm saying, for me, I didn't like. I and maybe I wasn't a fan of it because, mm-hmm. like, like I'm a pop guy too. So it's like, it's almost like. You know, if Ted Bundy liked pop music, <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? It's like, no, I like, get it. You're, you're a singer. Like, I'm not like, gonna li- you're an actual singer. Yeah. Like, even the first record, I, which I threw on the other day, I hadn't heard it in a while. You, you're actually pretty good vocal performance. You're a pretty good singer. And you're not trying to scream or be like a, a this crazy, you know, like TG Allen just was, it was all about just being extreme. And it wasn't really about any sort of talent, you know? And, and but, right. but, I'm but obviously, people yeah. don't people don't look at that. People look at the crazy things and they want to talk about the sensationalism of them. So there's just why I ask. Right. And that, and see that for for me, that part I didn't like, it's like, dude, you're just trying
1: to be shocking to be shocking. Yes. And I've seen it before and I'm bored. Yep. You know, it's like, show me something you want to be shocking. Well, show me shocking with art. Show me, show me shocking, but show me something that I can look at and go, Oh my God, that totally holds up. You know, I mean, this guy was a fucking maniac, but that song is badass. You can't <laughs> say that about any Gigi Allen song. You can't. No, you can't. You can't go, that song's fucking well-crafted. <laughs> it's no, like, no, no, it's not.
0: No, I just wonder if you, you know. guys crossed paths. So. No, I'm friends with his brother,
1: but I don't, you know. Yeah. But him, no, because I, I stayed away. There was a long stretch where I kind of stayed away from everything, too. Sure. Because it just kind of – when I was getting – a lot of that stuff in like the – I got sober in the late 80s. So like a lot of that stuff, I I was done. I'd had enough. I was just basically really – my world had gotten really small for a long time.
0: Yeah. we got to take a quick break to hear from our awesome sponsor, Loot Crate. But we'll be right back with more from Jack from TSOL. So if you've been listening to the podcast over the last couple months, our main sponsor is Loot Crate. Uh, The link, first of all, lootcrate.com slash lead singer. They're doing some amazing things over there. Basically, if you're a geek like me, um, and this month is really cool, uh, but if you're a geek like me and you like pop culture... Uh, cult movies, retro video games, stuff like that, you're going to love Loot Crate. And what they do is for less than 20 bucks a month, they send you like four to six items and um, it's really cool stuff. And the one they did last month was especially cool. There was like a Mario t-shirt and a Captain America shield. Actually a reprint of Superman number one comic. There was a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like ceramic shot glass. They do a lot of really cool stuff, and it's less than 20 bucks a month. So make sure you check out Loot Crate. Now, this month is especially cool. The the theme is build. They do a different theme every month, and this one is build. And basically, this is great for me. Um, I have three nephews, and I buy them Lego pretty much for every birthday and Christmas because, well, it's for selfish purposes. This is basically so I can buy it for them, and then I can help them in quotes, I'm using my hands. I'm quoting, help them put together the Lego. So this is an awesome one. So if you are on a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than 20 bucks a month. Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life or you are that geek, like I am that geek, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming. Every month there is a different theme and new exclusive items you can only get with Loot Crate. Treat yourself every month, or give the gift of geeking out to a friend or loved one. So roll up your sleeves and get ready to celebrate some of pop culture's most put-together franchises. February's hands-on theme is Build, and features Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Batman, Lego Dimensions, and Tetris. And as always, our monthly t-shirt and pin. Man, I love Tetris. Actually, what I love even more than Tetris is Dr. Mario. That game is awesome. In fact, I met a girl that could beat me in Dr. Mario. I dated her for like five or six years. Yeah, that's, that's how much that game means to me. Anyways, here's how it works with Loot Crate. Again, lootcrate.com slash lead singer. You have until the 19th, February 19th, at 9 p.m. Pacific, that's Midnight Eastern, to subscribe and receive this month's crate. But when that cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. No more build for you. So make sure you head over to lootcrate.com slash leadsinger. And this is important. Enter promo code leadsinger, and you will save $3 off any new subscription today. Again, lootcrate.com slash leadsinger. Enter promo code leadsinger. There it is. And Lego, come on. So sign up today. There's an interesting thing, too, like back then, because it's, I mean, it's Los Angeles and, you know, there's a difference. I feel like there was a big difference between some of the stuff going on in L.A. and then some of the stuff going on in like, D.C. Like, was the straight edge thing, was that, did you guys even know what that was in L.A. at that time? Did that have any factor on anything going on? Well, that wasn't our bag. See that?
1: See, it was real trippy. See, L.A., well, it, it's actually kind of interesting. Uh, John Doe, there's a book called Under the B- Big Black Sun. And it was an X record. So John Doe from X had written this record called Under the Big Black Sun, blah, blah, blah. But he ended up doing a book. And he asked a bunch of his friends, like Henry Rollins and myself and a couple of the girls from the Go-Go's and, you know, uh, like early punk L.A. punks. And he said, hey, would you guys write a chapter about your experience in L.A. for my book? So so we all did. We all wrote a chapter and then. We ended up uh, doing an audio book for it. So we all read our chapter. Like, Rollins reads his. I read mine. Uh, Charlotte Caffey from the Go-Go's and Jane Wheedland, they read theirs. So everybody read their chapter. And it's actually kind of interesting because the this the record, the audiobook, got nominated for a Grammy. It's up for a Grammy this year for a spoken word record. Wow, wow. So, uh, but L.A. was different. L.A. was more drugged out and wild and out of control more. You know, sure. the D.C. was real straight and political. And I think the politics the politics in L.A., at least from what I saw a lot, was just, hey, let's get drunk and fuck. You yeah. know, it was real out of control. San Francisco was a little more political, but it's like they were like, you know, let's get drunk, fucking have a protest. <laughs> right? Yeah. <I> Frisco. <laughs> you know, L.A. was like, yeah, fuck your protest and fuck everybody. And, you know, real nihilist. Trip. Yeah, I was going to use that like word. in L.A. It, it, yeah, it
0: really was and like, you know, like I read the no effects book, you know, and, and Fat Mike was a kid growing up, you know, I guess probably when you were the TSOL was doing it too and he's just telling these stories about like what it was like going to shows as a teenager in LA and like there was just going to be like you were going to get your ass kicked or 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 you were going to witness someone getting their ass kicked every single show and you know and and, like I mean it's well documented you know the TSOL like riots that you know you almost I don't want to say incited but maybe you did
1: well, there were there was that. And see now that really fucked me up a little bit too because I'm really anti-authority, anti-boss. Yeah. Like kind of thing. Like like to me I'm a socialist. I'm like a gnarly, like a hardcore socialist. So so there was a time when we were playing a show and the police were coming in. And you know there's like 3,000 people at the show and I said, "Hey, you know if we all just sit down on the floor, they can't do anything to us." And so 3,000 people, like at one, just sat down on the floor. Like, like, and it was a real trippy power kind of thing that I didn't enjoy. Like, like, you know, and then after that, people would go, tell us what to do, Jack. You know, they'd yell shit out. It's like, dude, I don't want to tell you what to do. I, I don't want it that. I don't want any part of that. I don't want that, you know, Responsibility, fucking... Responsibility, like, like,
0: like role well, modelism, like... Bono. like- yeah, yeah.
1: Let guys like Bono get off on that shit. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I don't want, <coughs> but but you know that whole like power tripping whatever the fuck it was. You know, lead singer syndrome.
0: There you go. <laughs> there you, <laughs> you go. Know, man. It's
1: like it's like I don't. You want had it. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like and I don't want it. Yeah. And so I quit TSOL shortly after that.
0: Well, you know, you say you kind of said that the band was unsustainable. You know, and you did quit after two records. I mean you were yeah, I was
1: well, I was Yeah, and there was like an EP and whatever. But yeah, I was done, The drummer uh, myself and the keyboard player quit. You know, and then they went on and they kind of took the name and added some guys and oh, turned into like got, a weird metal band. It got
0: pretty weird for a while. You know, it's funny cuz it I was I was I was in um I was in New York the other day and I was flipping through uh some records and um you know in the, the punk section and I came across TSL record and I was like oh shit you know I'm talking to Jack in a couple days and right. it was the weird glammed out version like the yeah. full on glam metal TSL and I didn't even know that era of the band existed yeah um, it's 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 weird on. dude it's beyond like, weird how did that feel like like you leave and it's, then all of a sudden they're like trying to be touring with Guns N' Roses how was that yeah, for you was, being like what is going on with my like legacy here I just laughed (laughs) like like I should have said, you know, I should have
1: said and we still believe me, this is still like a sore spot within that band. I could see that, you know, it's like because, hey, whatever they did, whether you know, I'm not I'm not a fan of that kind of music, so I can't really judge it. Now, somebody may say, hey, that music was good that they did in that genre. Okay, great. But I'm not a fan of that genre. And it didn't have a fucking thing to do with what supposedly TSOL stood for. It was basically a way for them to make money. You know, it's like, well, we'll use the name. Because if they would have started out under some other name, they never would have got popular. Because it wasn't great. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like... And there was nothing in that band... I mean, that, you know, the chemistry of that band blew, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't, I mean, I hate to say it, but it just, my opinion sucked, you know, it's yeah. like the singer thought he was, thought he was fucking Jim Morrison and whiskey blues, you know, and if you go and look, what have, what have they done sent? Not a fucking thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, Hey, we're going to use that name to make money. And that's what they did. And, you know, and then you look, well, what have you done since that? Nothing. Well, yeah, because that was what you had. You had a name that you made money off of. So it's really kind of a drag. And after, and like, we would get blamed. Like, I'd get blamed for it. Like, people would show up and go, oh, I guess you're done with the metal years. You know, it's like, dude, you know, it, it was kind of fucked. It was like, it was almost like some guy that was fucking your girlfriend goes out and does something stupid, and then they blame the guy that's fucking that girl. So it's you. You know what I mean? So not yeah. only did he fuck your girlfriend, but he went out and did something stupid, and they blame you for it. Because they think you're that guy.
0: Right. Well, so, that's. I mean, that's a kind of an accurate portrayal, I think. That, that I mean, I guess you weren't immersed in it at all. You were totally an outsider looking in, too. So it makes sense. But the good thing is, I think, and, you know, like like I said, when I first heard about TSOL, I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, um, and I never knew about the, you know, the shit going on, you know, that had just happened. Right. With the, right. I never heard about the the glam era or anything. So in a way, I think now people come back and they want to hear, you know, the songs from the first two records. Um, and then right. the stuff you've done, you know, when you got back together in whatever it was, like the mid-90s, right? Right, um, right. So, you know, that in a way is good, that that piece of TSOL, I think, has officially died. I don't think, like I'm yeah. talking about it because I ran across that record um, in the, you know, in the record shop the other day. So I guess those are right. the, the only places that it still exists.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking rough. And, and when we released a single, this single, I Wanted to See You off this new record they released that some fucking scumbag record company re-released one of the old TSL metal discs on the same day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come fucking, on. Really? You know, it's like, you just laugh. It's just like, okay, fuck, whatever, man. And, uh, anyway, so it's, yeah, it's, and hopefully like with this record, we just did, cause I really like this new record we finished. So hopefully with that, it just like for me, like if we ended after this record, then I feel redeemed. Sure. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like, oh okay, I can end after that.
0: What are your plans? I can end after that. What are your plans for supporting this thing? Are you are you going out on the well, road? Are you guys doing Yeah, doing some we're tours? gonna
1: tour. We're doing we're doing the warp tour, you know, this year, which is which is oh, funny because so it's like really? fuck, we're so old, you know. Yeah, it's like so we're doing the warp tour this year. Which is pretty which is pretty fun. I mean it was it's actually pretty funny, you know, you mentioned Green Day earlier. Did we did the warp tour years ago with Green Day? And it was kind of cool because the well, guys like in Green Day were on uh, Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they were, uh, they, when MTV was still like semi-valid, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, sure. uh, and it was pretty cool because uh, like Billy Joe said, they go, they go, hey, what was the best part of the War of treat goes, get into CTS Well, Play. Because <laughs> so right. there was one time where he actually came out on stage. And he jumped up on my shoulder, and I had him on my shoulder like Tiny Tim.
0: Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Because
1: because I'm six four. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I'm a big guy. So it's like, you know, I had him carried on my shoulder like a kid, like a little boy sitting on my shoulder, <laughs> sitting on my shoulder during the song. It was fun as shit.
0: That's great, man. So how did you guys? Yeah. You guys just decided, hey, let's do it. Like, are you, are you old buddies with Kevin Lyman? Well,
1: yeah, of course. I've known Kevin for years, you know, and, uh, you know, so, so, you know, we got a, you know, new record label, you know, rise cause we're on rise records now. So yeah, we got course, the new record, so and the new record label and, you know, we got it. Yeah. So we got a, the, the management, the whole thing. It's like, Hey, let's, let's go and do some shows. Let's play. Cause we go to Europe, we go into Europe still and South America. So it's like, let's go and let's just, you know, let's just have some fun and, you know whatever.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, it's, it's great to to see you still doing it and still having so much, you know, passion just, just for art, you know? And, and I think that's the one thing we were, you know, you kind of mentioned earlier, it's like, no matter how old you get, once you have that, once you're an artist, which, you know, I know you hate that term, but once you have that, whatever it is, that thing that makes you tick, it'll never go away. Yeah. And if you're still willing to work, like when we go on stage, It's
1: like I see a lot of these older bands and they go on stage and they don't bust their ass. It's like we go on stage and bust their ass. I mean, I I spent an hour basically running around like on stage. It's like we've had we've gone out on tour with like younger bands and they just say, fucking, hey, how do you guys fucking do that? You know, and it's funny. Well, I just I just saw the Rolling Stones, you know, about a month ago. Really? And it's like, yeah, and they're 70. And they're out and they're fucking moving around and having fun and fucking off. And, you know, it's like, I don't think anyone really understood what rock, basically what rock and roll was going to be about. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think anyone ever understood that it was going to stay valid and stay this long. And stay, like, if you're willing to work and create and stay, you know, current, that you can be playing this shit, you know. Your whole fucking life.
0: Yeah, it's shit, man. It's it's wild, you know. And, and it's if funny you're willing because, to stay current, well, people always will say to me, you know, and I've been doing my band now for 16 years, and people, you know, usually it's like typically friends of mine that don't understand, you know, or, or yeah, you know, like at weird family gatherings, like people kind of outside the family will say shit to me, like. Oh, you know, so um, what's going to happen after this? Like, when is this, you know, or it's not going <laughs> to last <this> forever. <laughs> and I, I, and for a long time there, Jack, I would be like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, I guess I'll figure something out, you know. And I, I did have this ingrained in my head. Oh, this isn't going to last forever. And then I talked to somebody like you and it's inspiring because why the fuck not? Why not? Why the hey, fuck Hey, I not? tell
1: people all the time, if I went out today, if I died today, i die and you say, that motherfucker did whatever he wanted for as long as he wanted and never had to fucking put a knee down to the man. Ever. Right. <laughs> fucking ever. There you, you go. Know, it's like it's, sometimes you trip on that. You think, I, like for me, I think I'm 55. And it's like, and I've lived my life doing basically anything I wanted to do. Traveling all over the world. Last year, I was in Indonesia, I was in Australia, I was in Europe, I am in Russia, all over the fucking place, making records, writing books, you know, dealing with people, just having a blast my whole life. It's awesome, man. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, you know, my kids even laugh about it. Like sometimes my kids go, Dad, what do you do for work? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, they 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 don't don't want you going into the classroom for for take your parents to school day or whatever, where you say, with your blue hair, (laughs) hey, kids, do whatever the fuck you want.
1: (laughs) But I'll tell you, that's what's funny now. Like, especially where we, like, well, of course, we're more well known from where we come from, right? So in my neighborhood, like where I live, in the high school, in the junior high school, the elementary school, the library, and the police force, they, they all know me. Like, I get pulled over by the police. I got pulled over by a cop uh, a week ago, a couple weeks ago, and I'm on my cell phone, right? Yeah. I don't have my seatbelt on. I'm speeding, <laughs> right? You know? And he fucking pulls up next to me and pulls me over, and I got blue hair, and I'm sitting in the Mustang. He's, You know, and he looks at me he says, hey, he goes, how do I know you? I go, I, I don't know. I don't know. He goes, no, I don't know. How do I know you? I go, I don't know the market you see me up at the market. He goes, No, he goes, Do you play in a band? And and I go I go, Yeah. And he goes, I thought so. He goes, Mr. T S O L he goes he goes, why didn't you just tell me that when I asked? I go, Well what you know, what am I supposed to do? He goes, look, he goes, I've been a fan for years. He goes, I'm, really, he goes, I'm stoked to meet you. You know, there's a cop pulling me over. I,
0: insane. And
1: I do I do like a lot of community. St- stuff with a community. Sure. And he says, Hey, you know, I'm really, I'm really proud of the work you do with this, 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 this. And he goes, And he basically wrote me up for the no seatbelt. <laughs> oh, and you a he ticket. signed it off. Well, he wrote me, he goes, Look, I got to write you for something. So he goes, Does your seatbelt work? And I go, Yeah, he goes, Show me it works. And I show him it works. He goes, Okay, here's a fix it ticket, but I signed it. <laughs> so, you got, so all you got to do is mail it in. So it's like when my kids go to school, there's kids on the playground wearing TSL t-shirts right. and their teachers wear TSL t-shirts and and my kids will be you know high school, the elementary school my daughter would be in high school and one of, you know the vice principal will say, hey are you gonna go see your dad this weekend right you know you know so it's like it's pitching
0: that's a cool thing about about the whole like about California too though that that people can separate you know, uh, the person from the music and from the art, because let's be honest, a lot of like, I want to fuck the dead, you know, like lyrics like that. Um, you know, and that's, I got to say, that's probably still your, one of your top yes. you know, most popular songs. Like, you know, these little kids wearing the shirt and go, well, what does your dad sing about? Well, he sings about, you know, <laughs> what? fucking corpses in a morgue. I mean, like <laughs> everybody seems to be on board in your community, which is awesome. But Maybe that doesn't happen everywhere in America. No, you know, it
1: probably doesn't. (laughs) It probably doesn't. And the thing about that song is it was never, it wasn't really about fucking dead people. It's a teenage guy saying, Hey, this is such a hassle. This dating and shit talking and whatever that I'd rather fuck a dead person than deal with you because dead people don't complain. That's what that's what you know. It's like they don't talk shit, they don't complain. I can do whatever I want to them. They just lay there and smile. You know, it's like
0: Yeah. So it was a, you
1: know. Yeah. It was a joke. But, but, is but it, anyway, but shoot, Shane, my phone's dying. My phone's going to die. The battery's going. Okay. I don't know what to do.
0: Uh I mean, you want to call me back when you charge your phone or do you want to uh do you want to call well, it? I'm, I, how much time you well, got? Well,
1: we can call it. We can we can call it. It's gonna it's going. It's going. I that's can hear cool, it. it man. Keeps making beep beep noises. Yeah, that's cool. So What's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and I'm so stoked for you to have me on, man. It'd be nice to see you someday. You know, and say hi and have a have a little soda or something.
0: You know, it'd be nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, maybe I'll be maybe I'll be seeing you this summer too. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be nice. Let me let yeah. me ask you one question. Did, okay. you guys, did you guys really dig up graves and uh, graves and steal from churches and, and all that shit well, back when you were young? Yeah: Yeah, you really dig up a grave? You know, well, who doesn't?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you know, look at archaeologists are digging up people. All there the you time. go.: You know, it's like, it's like, hey, just because I'm not licensed <laughs> I'm not a licensed I'm not a licensed archaeologist, but I was an archaeologist, so So we can say it that way,
0: you know. I yeah, so it, maybe
1: a bone necklace or
0: two, but anyway. Well, hey, Jack, I'll let you go. Let's do a part two this summer, okay? I hope so, man. And uh, I hope all, the, so. all the best with the new record, January twenty fourth, twenty seventh, twenty seventh. Yeah, there the tri- it is. The
1: Trigger Complex, Rise yeah. Records. The
0: Trigger Complex. Check it out, Jack. Thanks a lot for your time, okay. man.
1: You're the best. All the best. Cheers. Okay. Bye
0: bye. So there it is. My conversation with Jack from TSOL. I did want to take up more of his time this week. I did. But, man, that was an action-packed, whatever it was, 38 minutes. Um, Really, really cool stuff. And I hope our paths... I feel like our paths are going to cross again. And we can do another part two. So good having Jack. Thanks to Jack. Thanks to Biggie. Everybody that made it happen. New TSLL record on Rise Records. Now, as always, I'm going to play you a couple tunes. They're so short, i got to play two. I'm going to start with an old one, then a new one. The new one... It's called Give Me More. That is the first track on the new TOSL record. And this song, well, this is a song we referenced quite a few times. It is a classic. And when I heard it, I mean, listen to the lyrics. When I heard this when I was about 14 years old, I was like, whoa, this band is fucking hardcore. So here it is, "Cold Blue by TSOL on Lead Singer Syndrome. Big shout out to some of the members of the All Access Club for their support, for their love, for just being sweet dudes and dudettes. Start, of course, with my God Pass people. You know who you are. Philip, Rainer, Mike, Nathan, and Brendan. Well, I guess Brendan. Uh, thank you guys so much for the ongoing support and everything. Please let me know if you need anything. Uh, the Platinum Club people. We got some new members. Brandon Ray in the house. Trent, Mc, Trent McDougal. Brendan Drescher, Christina Fickett, Paul Pacenti, shout outs to Paul, Connor Lynch, Brandon Dave, Alina Anglin. Actually, the Anglin family are uh, Anglin. I don't know how you say it. It looks like Anglin. The Anglin family, big supporters of the show. Love you guys, but big shout out to Alina, my favorite of the two Anglins. Philip Fradkin of Calgary, my dude. Mo, oh, Mo, are you okay? You seem a little aggressive sometimes. You are one of my faves. So good to have you. Josh, Elise, Aiden, Julia, of course, Travis, Cole Fenn, Johnny Caro, Victoria, straight out of Sweden, Drew McDonald, Andre Nielsen, Will Southard, Markham King. I know you go by Mark, but I like to call you Markham. I like Markham. Cool name. Alex Terry, my buddy, Mike Valdez, Kimberly Burgels. Oh, Kimberly. What a girl. Uh, Christian Harris, Roy Stino, Shannon Caswell, longtime Shane Told supporter. I appreciate that. Jordan Reed, Rolden Cabate, Tom Mancini. Shout out to Melrose Place. Jordan Crink, Gabby Marshall, straight out of Canberra, and of course from straight out of Toronto, Mister Rigel Saint Pierre. You guys are the best. Hey, so much love. Thanks again for listening. And, of course, I will see you all on the Facebook group and everybody else as well. If you're listening to this, I don't know why. It's not really for you. But, hey, if you want it to be, check out the All Access Club. All those people I mentioned are sweet. And a lot more I didn't mention are also sweet. We'll see you next week. Peace and love. This is Shane. Have a great week.